Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Good Saturday morning to you. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing today? Good morning, Jason. I'm doing great. I hope you are. I'm doing wonderful, Bill. A, a lot to catch up on. We had a 4th of July weekend last weekend where we oh, it was wonderful. talked a lot about freedom and financial freedom, and we also had seminars this past Wednesday that Absolutely. I, I well, webinars. Uh, webinars. I truly enjoy those. And uh, Bill, we've, we uh, we wanted to sort of catch up on some things that we didn't have enough time to fit in on last week's program having to do with the foundations of asset protection and also long-term care and VA benefits. I'll let you choose where we start because it's well, your, your show. Well, the truth is the, what, what's on the top of my mind today uh, is the fact that my son Thomas is getting married this afternoon or late, I should say, early evening. Uh, and so uh, we're real excited about that. Uh, he's uh, marrying a wonderful young lady, uh, although – uh, as a lot of young couples have experienced, uh, planning for this wedding has been extremely difficult uh, it, it, with the pandemic and trying to figure things out. And, you know, they, they, they had a, uh, what I would consider a relatively normal wedding planned. Uh, and of course, those plans went out the window. Uh, and they've had to be modified several different times, and and I feel really bad, really sorry for uh, Jenna, his bride, um, simply because it's been a moving target. I mean, with uh, with COVID nineteen uh, and the rules in play. Uh, I mean, she went from. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how many because it had changed, but I would assume that uh, the, the initially uh, the the uh, invitations would have gone out, and there would have been maybe 150 people or so. I mean, Jenna's related to everybody, so <laughs> she had a large group of folks that were supposed to be able to come. And then it had to be scaled back to 10 people. Well, that was basically uh, half the wedding party. <laughs> so, and then it opened up again so that she could have about uh, less, had to be less than 50 people. So can you imagine being in her shoes, having to make these decisions and the like? And of course, the other big thing that occurred for them and I, uh, was the fact that their honeymoon had to be canceled. Now, they were going to get married even if they had to say, you know, screw this. We're going to the justice of the peace or the magistrate and, <laughs> and get this taken care of and whether we have a, a quote, wedding uh, uh, or not. And, uh, but, uh, but we're real excited. We're actually going to have a nice, nice wedding and, and a rece- small reception. Um, so the, anyway, I mean, just uh, it. We are doing our part in terms of uh, uh, COVID nineteen and having our masks and uh, separation will be expected and those kinds of things. But we're still trying to celebrate as as we go. So it's a special day for Thomas and for our family and for Jenna's family as well. So we're. Um, 
excited would be the word i think well congratulations <laughs> to to jenna and to thomas and, and to you as well bill welcoming in a, a new daughter-in-law that's that's fantastic and uh, I, I promise i'll get you out of here on time so that you can well go celebrate we this appreciate that and and of course uh one of the craziest things i can't in some ways i can't imagine how it would be being married to a lawyer but both jenna and thomas will be married to lawyers because Jenna has already is already practicing law. Uh, she finished school last year. She's a good bit younger than Thomas because Thomas had another uh, career path initially, and then decided he wanted to go to law school. And Thomas has one more year left. And I I will just get in front of it. I'm real excited about the fact that next year, about this time, assuming that. I think he will have already taken the bar exam, but if not, it'll be real soon. And then he'll be working here in my law office. So I'm I'm just uh, real excited about that too to have uh, Thomas working with me. I I can't think of anything that uh, is would please one more than having your son working with you directly. Um, and so I'm hoping to have that. Uh, I, I know for myself, I was able to work with my dad for a number of years in our law practice, and that was a real special time. It was a time when I was able to get to know my dad far better than I was able to know him growing up. So it was really pretty cool. <laughs> that's, a, that's really exciting, Bill. And I know you're looking forward to that. And I think the Alexander family is going to be the cream of the crop when it comes to lawyer jokes because you guys are going to uh, uh, well, we'll have, have that them. market that's cornered. For, that's for sure. So, But anyway, uh, with that said, it obviously is a milestone in our family. And, of course, uh, that – when there are significant changes in one's family, it is a time to think about estate planning. You know, how does that affect your plans? Um, and, you know, that that's a big deal. It really is. And, you know, folks should think in terms of planning as not a one-time deal. It, it, all of us grow up, all of us have changes in our lifestyle, all of us have changes that continue. Uh, sometimes it's financial, sometimes it's family, it, you know, we, we lose people that we love. Um, we hopefully gain people that we love in terms of children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren and the like, uh, and, and they matter. It's a matter of... Um, taking that into consideration. And sometimes our financial picture gets better. Most of the time it does. But sometimes, and of course this right now is one of those times, where many folks have experienced a downturn in their financial situation. They've uh, lost their jobs or they their uh, income has been reduced significantly and it's out of their control. So, um, you know, financial uh, matters can can take precedence. Uh, sometimes the laws change. We've seen some significant changes in the law as it relates to income taxation and uh, how retirement accounts just are are handled, how deductions are handled. There are very few people 
who have actually personal deductions anymore on their income tax. Uh, most people have been relegated to a standard deduction. Uh, and those of us who, who were in the category where we filed um, uh, you know, separate um, itemized deductions on our taxes. Most of us saw our income taxes go up, even though the rate might have gone down 1%. <laughs> so, you know, there are a lot of changes. And, of course, retirement accounts is another area where when your children or grandchildren receive uh, anything left in your retirement account, they only have 10 years now. They don't have lifetime distributions anymore. Uh, they have 10-year distribution schemes now for any inherited IRA. Now, inherited doesn't include your spouse, and there's some other exceptions for a disabled child and, and for a sibling uh, who's uh, 10 years less than 10 years uh, younger than you, things like that. Um, but for the general case where it goes to your spouse and then to your children or grandchildren, there's just a... 10 years for the uh, four inherited IRAs with children and grandchildren uh, for retirement accounts. So lots and lots of changes, and anytime there's a big change like that, it's, it's a good time to review your estate planning documents. And everyone should actually think in terms, just like in a business, although a business you're doing it every, every quarter normally, uh, but for family you really do need to do it every few years uh, or just because you know that that changes have occurred it's just sort of no-brainer kind of things uh because our situation and our lives are not static where you know change is a constant thing uh and it changes all around us and so yes uh, we should have a plan for our family just the way a business person has a plan for their business and um, and it's a continuing kind of thing where folks uh, need to, to get advice uh, or it, they at least need to reassess their situation, whether they need to, to have changes made to their plans or not. Because sometimes when you reassess, you say, oh, you know, I'm in good shape. My plans are exactly where they want to, they, they should be. And so let's stay the course. And and then other times it's like, ooh, I'm not really sure. and Or I know I need to make a change. And, of course, uh, if you go on too long and you think you're in good shape, that those are the times when you really need to go see a professional because it's those times when you think you know that you're in good shape. Those are the times when, uh, you know, th those are the, th the times when you probably need it more than any other time when you, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's just the way life is, I think. That false sense of security. And it is, it is important when you reach these life milestones, whether it's getting married, having children, uh, the children leave the home, it's important to have your documents reviewed, or maybe you haven't uh, sat down and done a financial plan or uh, set up an asset protection plan for yourself or done any sort of estate planning, get a hold of Bill. Find a place to start. Call 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. Or you can go online to wgalaw.com. There you can schedule an appointment to speak with Bill. wgalaw.com. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. 
You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander and we're doing this live from Bill's office this morning and uh, we're practicing our own social distancing here, Bill, and we're, we're going to continue to do that and do our part. And we're talking all about the uh, foundations of asset protection, and we're also going to get into a discussion of long-term care and VA benefits, things that you discuss often in your seminars, Bill. Uh, well, let's let's pick right back up with where we were. Well, I would like to continue with life changes and times where you really, really should seek some help. And one of the biggies is when you retire. You know, their uh, pre-retirement planning is extremely important. Pre-Social Security elections are really important. A lot of folks don't realize that Social Security elections can be complex, and you're not going to get good advice out of the Social Security Administration. They, I think they are limited to 10 minutes and you don't know if you're going to get somebody over there who actually knows the stuff, has experience, or a newbie. And so the, the typically, I, at least I've seen it, uh, Social Security uh, folks give you uh, not – you get the short shrift, and it's unfortunate. You really need help with Social Security elections. In fact, uh, I – uh, refer more people from my office to Warren Coble down in Ashboro uh, because he's the finest man uh, expert on Social Security that I know anywhere. And I'm not talking about just in the state of North Carolina. I'm talking about anywhere in the country. He's the guy. And he's in our state, in the middle of the state, Ashboro, North Carolina, and he's very inexpensive to get the the very finest advice that people can have in their Social Security elections. I see people make terrible choices on Social Security all the time. And frankly, most of the time I see them after the fact, too late, where I can't go back and help them because they've already done the deed, if you will. And uh, part of that is in that pre-retirement, if they're getting good advice. But some people uh, retire before they have an option for Social Security elections, and other folks retire long after they have made their Social Security elections. And uh, it it is one of the most important choices that people make. Um, And it's not as simple as people think it is. Uh, there, there are some foundational or guidance that I give my clients, uh, but getting uh, the, the advice from an expert, it's just like, for me, yes, I'm an expert in a lot of stuff, but it's the kind of thing where even I need advice when it comes to matters where there are others who know more about it than I do. I mean, you know, one of the nice things is for us to know what we don't know. <laughs> you know, that's a hard thing. But if if we know that, then we can appreciate it and get the advice uh, from the right people. And and that is another important cornerstone, is, and that is getting advice from people who know what they're talking about and can and have experience can can actually give you sage advice that's um you know if you give get advice from somebody who doesn't have a clue or who's just well my uncle said so and so that's not 
the way you should do it. Uh, it's just so important. Okay, what's another one? Well, when you lose your spouse, uh, that's a huge change. Uh, whether you lose your spouse by divorce or death, either one, it's a huge change for you. And having good planning advice um, is, uh, is extraordinarily important. Or, and it, it, the, the, here's a couple other hints that are very important. At least in my, uh, in my experience with elder law particularly, if you have a spouse who's very sick and you're not, that is a time to get advice because there are times where when you know it's likely that you will lose a spouse in the near future, there are things that you can do that will significantly help you as well as your, your uh, spouse and family uh, that you, uh, oftentimes you, you don't take the time because you're more concerned about being with your spouse and comforting your spouse and things like that. But you have to recognize that that is a time for uh, getting advice. And then, of course, when you lose your spouse by death, uh, that's another time where you, again, need uh, not just a, a advice on how to deal with the estate, but you need planning advice for yourself. And that is, comes in two forms. It comes in financial advice. It also comes in legal advice and legal documents and changes that you make there. Um, and so, and, and of course, one of the most important tenets uh, is to um, give yourself time before you make major decisions uh, when you lose a spouse. It's a very, very difficult, stressful time for almost everyone. Uh, and giving your 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 time, giving yourself time to recover from that is extremely important before you move move forward. So anyway, with that, uh, those are times that we uh, need to think about um, getting good professional advice from folks who know what they're talking about, um, and so help you move, moving forward with your own needs. Now, let's start in to foundations of um, asset protection and long-term care. Of course, we always have fun with this uh, every month with our seminar slash webinar because that's what our, our seminars and webinars focus on. You know, we have one each month um, on long-term care. Our morning seminar is on long-term care government assistance and how to get it, uh, knowing when you're eligible or can be eligible for it, knowing when you're not eligible for it, uh, and, and how to protect your assets while receiving government assistance. Extraordinarily important. And then our second seminar in the afternoon each month, second Wednesday of each month, uh, has to do with how you can use trusts and uh, how trusts and asset protection can work together for your family. Um, and so we just finished, uh, you know, this past Wednesday, our, our set of seminars, and we always have fun with that. And if you missed it, then you need to come back and see us the second Wednesday in August. Uh, and, of course, it's, it's free, it's helpful. We try to teach as much as we possibly can. 
Uh, I've never had anybody uh, attend our webinar or seminar and and come away saying, gee whiz, that was a waste of time. <laughs> I've never had that happen. Uh, now, that, now that I said it, I might get a, a note or something from somebody say, well, I'm your first. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I, I know we, we need to take a break, but I, when we come back, I want to start in on the foundations uh, for long-term care planning. We will start in on that, and it is not too early to register for that August webinar. Go online to WGALaw.com, WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button. There you can find plenty of information about the seminars that Bill mentioned, and this coming up will be on Wednesday, August 12th. Wednesday, August 12th. Again, WGALaw.com. Just click on the Seminars button. It's free to attend, free to register. Again, WGALaw.com. You can also call 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. News, talk, traffic. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We are knee deep in a discussion about the foundations of asset protection bill and as you said this is a a popular topic on your webinars but um you know the way you've described this to me is that there are are four main pillars when it comes to asset protection. Uh, no, no question about it. And the foundation, the cornerstone of asset protection is clearly it's not legal documents. I'd love to say it that it is, but it's liability insurance. Uh, it's the fact that you need liability insurance uh, in any asset protection plan. If you don't, and and for most folks, they they need more liability insurance protection than they realize. And of course, if you cut away at it, the most important liability insurance that any person who drives a vehicle needs is your car insurance. Uh, and I would tell anybody who can afford it to maximize your liability coverage and to make sure that your um, your coverage extends maximum to your uninsured motorist coverage and your underinsured motorist coverage. And you may say, well, why do we need that? I understand if somebody sues me, I want to have good protection with umbrella coverage for liability. Yes, that is true. But the fact is, is that the majority of drivers on the road have inadequate insurance. And, you know, most of my clients are good, safe drivers. You know, they don't expect to be in an accident. But the truth is, there are a lot of bad drivers out there. None of my clients, of course. (laughs) But when you consider the fact that probably 10% of the folks on the road don't have any insurance at all. They're driving illegally in North Carolina. And if and who's the most likely to run into you? It's either a bad driver or a young driver. And guess what? Illegal drivers generally have no insurance whatsoever, and young drivers typically 
don't need a lot of insurance because they don't have anything to protect, so they have minimum policies. So, you know, when you look at that group, that's probably 30 or 40 percent of all the drivers out there. Well, if they run into you and they have $50,000 of coverage and you have $300,000 of hospital bills, that's not going to get you very far because those folks are judgment-proof. You could have a million-dollar judgment against them, but that's not going to do you a darn bit of good because they don't have it to give it to you. They'd like to, maybe, maybe not, but the bottom line is is that your own insurance has to protect you from that. And that's why it's so important not only to have your own liability protection with umbrella, and for those families that are just normal middle-class families, uh, I would tell you that you need a million dollars of umbrella coverage over your liability in your car insurance. And for those folks who are well-to-do, they need at least $2 million of umbrella coverage. Uh, That's important. Now, so car insurance is, is by far the most important, but if you're a business person and you own the company, you've got to have workman's compensation insurance. That may be a plus. You have to have all your vehicles insured as well. Uh, if you're a professional, you, you need a really good malpractice insurance. That's extraordinarily important. Um, uh, obviously, you should have homeowners insurance uh, and the like. Uh, if uh, you have commercial properties, uh, again, you got to have uh, protection uh, for your commercial properties as well and business insurance and things like that. Now, once you've got your liability insurance in place, uh, then, then the next step in asset protection is having the right legal documents. And a lot of people, when they think about estate planning and legal documents, they're really thinking in terms of, I need a will. Well, the fact is the the will is probably the least important document. It's important to have a will because you want to control what happens to your property. And, of course, a trust can even give you greater control, and that's one of the reasons we like trusts, and we talk about them a great deal. But... It's your other legal documents that really are the key asset protection documents for you during your lifetime. So having an advanced general durable power of attorney, and a lot of folks will say, oh, I got one of those. And I will tell you, 99% of you don't have one of those because very few attorneys prepare advanced general durable powers of attorney. Most attorneys prepare just normal powers of attorney that are transactional. Uh, And if you're doing asset protection planning, you need an agent who can have additional authorities, uh, which uh, which requires a much stronger power of attorney. And of course, we, you know, one of the things I talk about in asset protection is taking care of yourself, you know, health-wise, and taking care of your marriage. Uh, because the truth is, uh, the, the, the most likely area of where you will lose your shirt financially is a divorce. I mean, it's just that is the most common way for people to l- lose everything or most everything. And so obviously, um, you know, taking precautions when it comes to, you know, marriage, and of course that's on my mind today with Thomas getting married, um, 
you know, and for second marriages, particularly uh, prenuptial agreements are extremely important. Uh, those uh, th- that not only protects you, but it protects your family, particularly if you have children by your your first spouse. And so uh, those kind of things are uh, extremely important in terms of legal documents that have to be done properly. Uh, but having a healthcare power of attorney is important because uh, having someone who can make healthcare decisions on your behalf um, when you cannot communicate with your doctor is extremely important for you to have. Another document that's really important that a lot of folks don't even know what it is is a digital release because today with computers and smartphones and apps and everything being online, or most everything, you know, how many people get paper statements in the mail anymore from your bank or your investment advisor or uh, other important things? Well, a lot of us don't get paper statements anymore. So that makes our digital assets that much more important. Well, those documents are important to have so that someone can manage things if you can't do it yourself in the future. So having the right legal documents in place uh, is extremely important. Other legal documents oftentimes include limited liability, ways to limit your liability. So if you get sued, the person who sues you can only get certain assets but not everything Uh, So oftentimes it's important to use limited liability companies or corporations for uh, assets that we own. Uh, And, of course, my preference is limited liability companies because uh, they have advantages for asset protection that even corporations don't have. Uh, You you get, with limited liability companies, you get, uh, you can be taxed in any way. You can be taxed even as a corporation when you're a limited liability company, but you have better asset protection with limited liability companies. So that is an important part of legal documents that can uh, help you reduce the potential liability or culpability when it comes to your assets, being able to protect your home, protect other assets, uh, personal assets, uh, and in essence, separate it from, from business assets. Asset protection planning has an awful lot to do with the separation of assets. You know, in other words, it, this is one where divided we stand and united you fall, uh, which is the opposite of government. But <laughs> but when it comes to asset protection, separating properties out, it's just like if you own a business, then the building should be in a separate entity from your business, and then your business can lease it. If you have a lot of equipment, like a doctor or a dentist or other business people have lots of equipment, well, Again, put your equipment in a separate limited liability company and lease the equipment to your business. Uh, In fact, there are even doctors and others who have very uh, regular income, and they actually factor it out. So they they basically contract their income out. So the business entity itself has... Uh, very little that a creditor can can get to, and and that's so. Those are legal documents that you can have without trusts, 
And then, of course, you can put trusts in there, too, that give not only uh, that can give you asset protection for yourself. If you do that correctly, that's a little difficult. But you can always create uh, a trust that gives your spouse upon your death or your children and grandchildren asset protection uh, that can be something that's extremely helpful. And in fact, that's what most of my clients do. They create a trust that protects their children and in, in, in a big way that the children couldn't do for themselves. And sometimes they do it for their spouse. Uh, just depends on how high risk they are, but they uh, most always do it for their children. There's different ways to accomplish that, and that's why it's so important to speak with a professional. Get a hold of Bill. Schedule an appointment to talk to him. Go to WGALaw.com, WGALaw.com, or you can call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander and we're talking about the foundations of asset protection. Bill, you've gone over uh, insurance and liability and legal documents. What else do we have left to cover? It's just the first two of the four That's foundations. Right. And so uh, what are the last two? Well, the, the next one, uh, the next foundation is your financial plans and your financial documents and having your financial documents uh, and your financial planning done correctly uh, in such a way that it's consistent uh, with everything else. Uh, and then the last one is the integration of all of these things in terms of title to your property, your financial planning, uh, your legal documents, and, and making sure that it's all consistent. Now, the last one can be uh, domestic asset protection trusts, um, uh, which you cannot do it that way in North Carolina. You can have what's called a third-party asset protection trust, but not a self-settled asset protection trust. And a lot of folks don't understand that, and I can appreciate it. It gets complex. But for those folks who really need it, it's available to them. You can also have a foreign asset protection trust, which is extremely uh, helpful as well. In fact, if you have a foreign asset protection trust, which is perfectly legal, uh, the, the reason people get in trouble with foreign asset protection trusts uh, is not because there's anything wrong with them. It's because they, uh, the in, uh, foreign jurisdictions, they don't report the income to the Internal Revenue Service like others do, uh, and so hence you have to self-report it. And if you don't report your income as you're required to do, that's tax fraud. That can land you in jail. That's not a good thing. But it's not the trust itself, it's your failure to report income that gets people in trouble uh, because, you know, well, because they they can, you know, but they have an affirmative duty, legal duty, to report their income. So that's where that comes from. Now, there is an enemy that we have with asset protection. Do you know what it is? What is the enemy? P 
procrastination. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact is, is that you can't do effective asset protection planning after the fact. You know, and no one knows when something might happen. Uh, you know, w- with a lawsuit or where you make a mistake or you know that there's potential for a lawsuit or whatever, or, um, uh, you know, you just, you, we don't have a clue when bad things are going to happen to us. We we hope they don't. We're optimistic. But the whole point of having asset protection is the recognition that bad things happen to us, so we have to get it uh, taken care of. Uh, and you have to do it well in advance of bad things happening to you. So procrastination is your enemy. And so many of us are just so optimistic, we think, oh, life is going to be merry the whole time for, for all. Everything's going to be good. We don't need to protect ourselves from bad things. And, of course, we know better than that. But just getting ourselves to the planner, to us, W.G. Alexander and Associate, so that we can take care of you, that's, that's the key thing. Now, the last part I want to talk about uh, are myths as it comes to long-term care. So one of the things a lot of folks might think, well, what is long-term care? What does that mean? It basically means when we're losing our ability to be completely independent and we, we have to count on others for our daily needs or for our safety. And it might be simple. It may be that we can't drive anymore. It may be that we don't have the ability uh, to uh, cook our meals or take our medicines properly or that we need assistance uh, getting a bath or assistance uh, with what's called the daily activities of daily living. Uh, and when, it, when we need that assistance, it is that's what's called long-term care needs. Uh, and guess what? Our health insurance doesn't cover it. So if we need to hire people to help us, it's, an, a, it's a very expensive proposition, and people don't realize how expensive until they actually need it. And they're going, oh, my, I can't afford that. So, and that's, uh, that's why if you can afford and you're young enough to get it, long-term care insurance can be extremely helpful to you. But most people don't have it, and most people procrastinate about getting it until it's too late where they're either uninsurable or they can't afford it anymore, so they don't buy it. And so then they're on their own. And if they are not very wealthy, where they have plenty of liquidity that can pay for any amount of care, then it's a struggle to take care of it. And and that's when we become a burden on our families, uh, a burden on our spouse, a burden on our families. Uh, might be a burden of love, but it's still a burden. So that's why knowing what government assistance is out there is extremely important. That's why we do our, our seminars and why it's important to know how to do it. So what are some of the myths? Well, when it comes to Medicaid, which is one of the most important things regarding long-term care, the the biggest myth is that when it comes to long-term care that you need to be, that you have to be poor, that you can't have assets, you can't have income. Not true. Not true at all. In fact, most middle-class families can, in fact, with with a little assistance from W.G. Alexander and Associate, can in fact uh, be eligible for Medicaid 
it, particularly if you need nursing care or if you're or if you're looking at the PACE program uh, in this area, which is available, uh, same rules apply for the most part, and you can become eligible. Uh, other now, you also have to protect your assets. That doesn't have anything to do with eligibility. That has to do with protecting your. If you receive Medicaid, it's there will be an estate recovery attempt, and there are lots of lawful ways to keep that from happening and protecting your home and protecting other assets that you have. Now, with that said, what are some of the other myths? Well, some myths are if I go on Medicaid, I'm going to lose my home. That's certainly a possibility if you don't get professional help. If you get professional help, you should be able to avoid losing your home. Uh, uh, some of the others. Can I, I can give $15,000 a year away without any penalty whatsoever. Well, not so. Again, that's a gift tax rule. It's a gift tax exemption. It's not a Medicaid rule. Anything that you give away five within five years of your application date is a penalized transfer. Another thing that a lot of folks don't realize is that using cash can be a penalized transfer. Unless you keep uh, detailed receipts of everything, using cash is your enemy if you need long-term care. So seniors should avoid using cash. Uh, it, it's a, and there are a lot of seniors out there that are just used to going to the bank and having a hundred or two hundred dollars in their pocket all the time. I'm afraid that that is a real problem. So as we get much older, you have to think about not giving big gifts away, only small gifts, the normal Christmas and holiday gifts, uh, uh, birthday gifts that that you have given forever. But anything more than that, it can be really problematic for seniors. And so avoiding cash, avoiding any kind of large gifts is really important for seniors that are worried about long-term care. When it comes to Medicaid, there's so many myths and half-truths and just lack of information. That's why these seminars are so valuable. Go to WGALaw.com. If you feel like you're worried about a long-term care situation, you want to be prepared, it's free to register, free to attend. WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button, and there it is free for you to register. You can also call 919 7,000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. News, talk, traffic. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. News, talk, traffic. Remember, if you've got some legal documents, you want to have those reviewed, go to WGALaw.com. Schedule an appointment to speak with Bill. You can also call 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. You can also go to that website or call that number to register for the August seminar slash webinars dealing with long-term care assistance and asset protection and trust planning as well. Bill, uh, go out and enjoy your day. Congratulations to your son, Thomas, and uh, Jenna on their 
uh, wedding taking place this evening. Um, I'm so happy for you and Mrs. Alexander. It's, it's got to be a real special time for you. Well, thanks, Jason. I'm out of here. Take care, everyone. We will catch you next Saturday at 11 for Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Have a great weekend.